Warning, the following podcast is a shit show, and the individuals you are about to meet are idiots. Their opinions, anecdotes, and advice contain zero nutritional value. This is the critical human condition and all of its strangeness. This is life, according to an idiot. Around four o'clock, I was just like, huh, my stomach is like something's up. Something's weird. I got to poop, and, but I don't have to poop. That's right. that feeling. But if not I feeling. do, it's not going to be pleasant. It's not going to be solid. No. Nope. Absolutely not. Yeah. Well, Any- well anyway, welcome <laughs> welcome back to According to an Idiot. Uh, yes. I am the amazing, the beautiful Jeremy Howell. Oh, <laughs> I like that. I am your co-hostess with the mostest. Ooh. Kaylee. So this is episode eight. This is episode eight. A good old even number. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> We've been doing this for a while. Eight I know, yeah. It's bi-weekly, yeah. so yeah. four months, right? That's the math. Also, I want to address uh, the uh, I want to address the audio problem in the last episode. It's on me. I uh, didn't have the mic on the right setting, so you pretty much just heard Kaylee's lovely voice right. while so I sounded like a ghost in the probably distance. Probably the best video so far. It's probably it's probably the best best recording we've had. Yeah. Treat tonight. Uh, there we go. May. May. May fifteenth was our first. We're pretty much experiencing our first real season change right now because we're we're going into fall. Mm-hmm. So this is the first time it hasn't been sweltering out. I I want to say. Yeah, it feels super nice today. Like, around 70 degrees, I think, is the perfect temperature. The problem is with, like, seasons like fall, Mm -hmm. it's so short. Because you have, in Michigan, you have have winters, God Mm -hmm. bless you, you have winters (laughs) that, God, like, six months long sometimes. Oh, yeah. You know? And then you have, like, the fall, which is, like, maybe a month and a half. Right. Well, winter usually starts around October, like, if mm-hmm. you think right Definitely. around Halloween, it gets really cold. Yeah. So November, I would say it starts snowing. To snowing or getting close to. So. And then sometimes through March, it's snowing. Right. My birthday's April twenty third, so late April. What was that sound that just came? Out of what, happened? what happened? <laughs> yeah, this sound, sound like a fart because your lips like <laughs> air came out. Of <laughs> Instant replay birthday's april 23rd so late april 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 <laughs> 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 anyways okay <laughs> yeah, i'll let you recover from that one Woo, okay i laugh about really stupid things i you know like if you ever play cards against humanity and you have a card and you're like pissing yourself and nobody else finds it so <laughs> yeah one time we played um, with with my mom. We played that game. What do you meme? Oh, I want to get. I want to play that. So yeah. So we played it. And one of my mom's cards she got was Queef, and I have her on tape going. Uh, what is this word? I, I bet she definitely knew what it was, but she was too embarrassed. No, she let me it. let me show you this video because you can tell she has no idea what it Aww. is. It's so good. What's the word? Queef. <laughs> Q U E E F. Am I mispronouncing Did you tell her? Yeah, that she said, don't post that video anywhere. <laughs> she was so embarrassed. When you burp. When you burp. When you burp out of your, your hoo-ha. Your hoof. I had one, and the card was, 
I think it was like what's keeping you up at night. Mm-hmm. And my card that I picked was the milkman. And I just thought of those. There's so many stupid <laughs> ways you're going to interpret that. I just got to sleep because the milkman. What is keeping you up at night? <laughs> either he's, he's terrorizing he's like, you, <laughs> he's traumatized yeah. you, or like you're in love with him. Oh, right. Like, oh, yeah. God, the milkman. So we should probably start talking about things. <laughs> Oh, also, another thing I wanted to address was the fact that we had mentioned how John McCain had gone off his cancer treatment literally the yeah. day before he died. Yeah. Which I felt like, I felt like was oh. a little bit in poor taste unintentionally. Yeah. Sorry, like, John McCain. You're, sorry, John you McCain. You were a great man. Yeah, you're good. You're a good dude. And did you, have you seen pictures of John McCain when he was young? Mm-mm. You'd be surprised. The guy was a stunner. Really? Mm-hmm. He's one of those guys that aged suddenly. Yeah. So, one topic of discussion I would like to bring up is irrational fears. Because it's trending on Twitter. Okay. And I was intrigued. And also, the people's tweets made me laugh a little bit. So, I'd like to share some. (laughs) Okay. So, a squirrel will attack me. Yeah. No, I I, I can understand that. Because squirrels are... I was just talking to my mom and my brother about this yesterday. Squirrels are so fidgety. It makes people nervous. It makes people nervous? Well, it makes me nervous. I'm just generalizing and calling myself people. But Mm -hmm. have you just watched a squirrel? They never stop moving. Like, they're like, they're twitching and they're just like... "Mm -hmm." I don't feel like they're twitching the way that you're twitching right (laughs) (laughs) now. Oh, my God. Bert, a farting he's from like, my mouth. Uh, I'm as coughing. Context, he's twitching like the grudge, <laughs> and I don't feel like that's an accurate uh, yeah, portrayal of a squirrel. Like, it's, like they, it's like they're made out of. It's like they're just a squirrel costume full of beetles. Blech. I love your little like pet. Everyone, my brother has the exact same mark. Uh, she's oh, talking really? about there's a under my goatee thing under my chin. There's a random bald patch, and um, it's not closing up. I hate it. I, every time I just look at it, I'm like, oh, I want you to... Why don't you just shave right there? So, because if I shave right there, you see more of the stubble chin. Mm. I think it looks better a little bit this way. And if you disagree, don't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll keep it to myself. My irrational fear, I feel like, is telling jokes that other people won't find funny. Oh, yeah. So, like, a lot of the time, like, if I'm in a group of people, I just yeah. won't, like, say something. I'll be like, haha, I thought that was funny in my yeah. brain. And I'm like, I won't share this because nobody else will find right. this if, funny. If I know two people in the group that will laugh at it, I'll say it. Even if I just know one person that's going to laugh at it, like someone I know, mm-hmm. I'll say it. And then a lot of people, a lot of times people will see somebody also respond positively and then they'll respond. Because laughter is contagious. So if you can get one person to laugh, you can typically get more people to laugh. A weird one my little sister has mm-hmm. is choking. So she cuts all of her food super, super tiny and she eats very slowly because she's scared she'll choke and like she tries she's 75 years old she's not she's 19 oh man she's got a rough road ahead (laughs) of her like she doesn't like eating tough meats so she must she must have choked at one point she hasn't my dad has which was terrifying because i just got home from the hospital from like my major hip surgery so like i couldn't move really yeah when was this this was in december okay so like a little context, I had to physically pick up my leg mm-hmm. in order to, like, move it. I could barely walk at this point, like, with crutches or anything. Yeah. It took me a good ten minutes just to get across the house. Oh, my God. So he died by the time you got yeah, there. Yeah, so, like, I know CPR. I know, like, the Heimlich. 
I know all that stuff. So I'm sitting in the living room. He's in the kitchen. He's scarfing down some steak. As dads do. As dads do. He starts choking, like serious choking, like can't breathe kind of choking. And my crutches (laughs) are across the room. Yeah. So I can't even get to my crutches. Oh my God. So I get on the ground and I try and shimmy my way over to my crutches. Mm -hmm. And like I figure I can't. So I stand up and I try walking. On my, like, hip, my freshly, like, two-day-old hip that's broken in three places. Yeah, that could be bad. Yeah, so, like, I tried to, like, hobble over, and I'm like, (laughs) it's like my sister had to do it on him. That's the weird thing about the Heimlich remover. I used, to th- I used to think it was the Heimlich remover. You yeah. had to remove, like, the food that gets trapped in your throat is called the Heimlich, mm-hmm. and you had to remove it by yeah. doing that. So it's the I Heimlich I used to remover. think Alzheimer's was called Alzheimer's. Oh, everybody did. <laughs> Alzheimer's. I said that at my old doctor's office one time, and mm-hmm. I got laughed in the face. Okay. I was like, this guy has Alzheimer's. And he's like, you stupid. <laughs> you it's idiot. Alzheimer's. You know, it's like... I want to die. That doctor now yeah. suffers from Alzheimer's. Yeah, all, all, all's the timers. So he showed him. He got karma tenfold. Yeah, that's another one. Like if I read a word in a book, mm-hmm. like I'll pronounce it a certain way, I and like that. I, I, like I'll use the word in my head, but yeah. I don't want to say it out loud because you I, don't know. Yeah, I yeah. don't know for sure if I'm. Yeah gonna say it the right way like do you know the word salve like ointment you yeah. apply salve it's yeah. spelled salve so i i one time i just said salve i'm like <laughs> oh you can get some salve for that and like my my father who in all honesty is not a master of the english language uh <laughs> yeah. was like huh it's not salve what's wrong with you i'm like okay i don't know uh, that's when you say i've only ever seen it written down like mm-hmm. when people say that it's so true that's like i've only ever right. seen the word written i read this out of a book and then they're like yeah. wow like rendezvous it's rendezvous yeah rendezvous spelled weird yeah it, it took me a long time to get a handle on that mm-hmm. most french <clears throat> frenchy words are like that frenchy yeah. german is super weird yeah, but German is also, like, pretty Englishy. I don't know. Like, it, we have the same, like, sort of, like, hard R's and consonants. Yeah, like, um, it's very similar to English, but they also have really weird pronunciations. What's what's an example? All of them. All of them? What's Ein Dicker Hoon mean? Ein Dicker Hoon. My friend told me about this. I don't even I know if I'm pronouncing it. Ein Dicker Ein Dicker Hoon means the long dog. Ooh. Allegedly, I could be getting that wrong, but I just remember her saying "Ein Dickerhoon." Remember the phrase "Ein Dickerhoon." I thought, like, okay, it means like I need help or hello or right. how are you? And then she goes, "Nope, it means the long dog." No. I'm like, thanks a lot for that useless <laughs> piece of information. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any irrational fears? Of okay, your well, own? for a long time, mm-hmm. I had an irrational fear of like stray hairs. Huh. I'm getting better with it, obviously. And if I know it's mine, maybe it's not as like terrifying, but like. When I was a kid, and I used to see, and I still get goosebumps whenever I see just like strands of hair in public, Mm -hmm. like especially on like surfaces that you eat from, like a kitchen table. I just got a shiver from thinking of it. I have some news for you. Women shed. Oh, I know. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So women are going to be your worst nightmare. I think that's what's helped is having girlfriends. Like, there's times when like if you sleep in the same bed as a woman. One time I was in bed with my girlfriend, (laughs) and like I I had like a runny nose, so I went. Like I inhaled, and I no! swear to God, it was still connected to her head. And I was like, <laughs> and she's like, what are you doing? And she pulls her head, and my head goes with her. And I was like, I got, oh, that's oh, gross. Yeah. It's so gross. And then, like, what, what I was going to say is, every guy at one point after sleeping in a bed with a woman 
has taken a shower and pulled a long thread of hair out of his ass crack. Yeah. <laughs> it's an actual thing. Yeah, it feels weird. It's like, what? I have a horror story for you, too. So I used to deliver pizzas. Okay. And I go to this one woman's house to deliver her pizza. And she has this huge metal gate around her whole house. But she had to buzz me in. And she had to make sure that I had, like, the little car thing that says I'm a delivery driver for this pizza place. What's wrong with this lady? Yeah. So she buzzes me in. I get to her door. I give her the pizzas. And she gives me the money. And she wanted to give me, like, some change. So she reaches in her pocket and pulls out the big wad of hair. As big as it took her entire hand. And she picks through it to find the coins to give me to pay for pizza. I actually, I don't know if you saw that. I actually, like, my I retched. Like, my cheeks got puffed out. Really? She gives me the coins and there's hair, like, wrapped around it. And they're, like, the kind of hair that it's, like, super coarse. It was horrifying. I clean, oh God. So, I, I, as you know, I clean carpets. I work for my father's company. I clean carpets. And a lot of times you'll see so much hair when you're cleaning the carpet because you don't even see it because it gets caught in the fibers. But when you get it wet and steam it, it comes to the surface. And I'm talking just like you need to get the wand, the machine, the little utensil that you suck and vacuum with. You need to take it out, clean out the guard on the front of it because it's caked with hair. Uh-huh. At the end of the day, it's human hair, dog hair, any kind of hair, cat hair. But a lot of times I'll have to take off the guard and like get a hook and like scoop out the clumps that yeah. form on the sides. No. And we're talking like sometimes it's like the size of like a hamster. A hamster size of like malleable <laughs> clumps of like gunk. It's just, it's repulsive. And but I'm so desensitized to it. So I just mm. pull it out. And sometimes customers will actually see me pull it out. And they're like, oh my God, what is that? And I was like, oh, this is, this is some of this is you. Yeah. And your dog. That's how I felt like at the clinic. I worked in a dermatology office and we also like did surgery and stuff. And I would see like horrific stuff. Oh no, you have bugs in your hair? Meh, herpes. I've seen it before. Yeah, well, <laughs> disease in general is another kind of. It's not. That's not an irrational fear, in my opinion. But it's well, like no, a no. instinctive fear. Just the idea of like walking through like a, a doctor's waiting room. Mm-hmm. And I've I've never had like a, an incredible immune system. It's gotten better since I've been cleaning carpets. I think because of the hair clumps, I come into contact with a wider variety of bacteria. You know what I mean? Ooh, I just thought of one. I have that is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Open doors. I don't like. You know what? That's a really good one. Doors. Yeah. That's a really good one. Like especially when I'm sleeping. Oh, I know. When I used to live in my apartment, I could not sleep unless I went through the entire apartment, closed all the doors, made sure all the windows were closed, and they were all locked. Yeah. I would not be able to just sleep. I'd be the same way. Yeah. I would lock my my bedroom door too. Like if somebody broke in. But like even in classrooms, like if I'm in a classroom and a door's open. I'm really weirded out, like at work. If, if I'm next to it, like if I'm in the back of the class and the door is not parallel with me, I don't really care. But like if I'm close to the door and it's open, I do often look. I don't know why. Even like if I'm at home alone, mm-hmm. if I'm in my room, like I'm on my computer, I'll shut the door still. Especially if I'm in the bath. I always think that too sometimes. Like I'll be home alone and I'll shut the door when I go to the bathroom and I'm like, I don't have to shut the door when I go to the... Like when you think about it, it's almost unnecessary if you live right. alone. I mean, I guess to keep the stink out. <laughs> yes. Right, the stink. Yeah. But like at the same time, like I feel like closets are the only exception. I feel like closets are inherently kind of creepy. So I like them to yeah. be exposed so like nobody can hide Oh, really? Yeah. See, I gotta have it closed. Like, my um, my mom used to always get, like, really annoyed and, like, mad at me. Yeah. Because whenever I went to the bathroom, I would open the bathroom closet. 
just like make sure there were no like oh, no, you know boogeyman in there. Every time I'm 22 years old, and I, whenever I go into that bathroom, I draw open the shower curtain. Yeah. I don't even need to look anymore. I just do it because mm-hmm. I don't like the fact anything that things could hide behind. And honestly, when you think about that, that is like our caveman genetics talking. Right. It's like, like predators are hidden in these places. Make sure there's no squirrels. Yeah. And like, what would I do if I drew open the shower right, curtains and, there. and there was just a murderer waiting right, like there? I'd probably prefer not to know. Yeah. But like, I can't. Do you remember um, me telling you about the subreddit, Let's Not Meet? Yes. A lot of them are stuff like that. Like, I remember there was one story where this girl was at like her mom's house or something. It was at night, so it was really dark and there was a room and it was like pitch black. And she was looking at it and she was like, I feel something very off about that room and yeah. I'm just not gonna mess with it. Um, I can't remember like how exactly everything happened, but it ended up there was a guy, a burglar in the room mm. who was just staring at her. And he was just staring back. So if she would have, like, gone in the room, he would have just murdered her. If she would have checked out the dark room, she would have died. That's terrifying. Yeah. I've always been afraid of that my closet door right there. Yeah, no, that's, because a, that's a spooky door. Because it's, it's cracks. The cracks in it. Yes. And also the door to the attic is in the ceiling in that. And, and only in my closet. That's the I one. I have that too. Yeah. I had, like, a secret cubby yeah. that, like, went down into the basement. Ooh, what? Yeah. Do you not have an actual basement? No, we have a basement. It's, um... How do you get to your... I've been in your house. I've never seen a door to your basement. It's through my um, living room. It was like an add-on to the house, I'm pretty sure. Okay. The, the whole living room was added, and then that bathroom goes that into through... my dad's office, and then from my dad's office, it goes downstairs. Okay, yeah. Because I always wonder where your father goes when he goes into that that uninspected wing of the house. Yeah. It's nothing crazy. It's just a lot of bookshelves. With oh, lots a lot of, of chains and bones yeah. and blood on the walls. Blood on his hands. Mm-hmm. I always wondered why he always has blood on his hands. Do you want to hear something in um, much uh, more depressing news? Yeah. So, you know the famous rapper Mac Miller? Yeah. He died. What? Yeah. I just found out, like, I just checked what? on Twitter an hour ago. It was reported by TMZ that Mac Miller died at 26. Wow. He must have OD'd. Yeah. Let me That's see. a big generalization, but I mean, Let's a see. lot yeah, of... Yeah, overdose. Yeah. Suspected overdose. Yeah. Well, that's sad. He's yeah. young. And he's, I know he had a really big following. Also, Burt Reynolds died. Yeah, I saw that, that was, too. I mean, he was pretty old. He was like 82. So it's kind of yeah. the opposite of Mac Miller. He was like three Mac Millers. I watched the Robin Williams documentary. I saw that too. Did you? It was excellent. Yeah. I always said, you know, like how people get those like get to know you questions. Like if yeah. you could meet anybody, living or dead, who would it be? My answer is always Robin Williams. That probably would have been my answer too. He was the only celebrity death I really was affected by. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you really felt like you knew him. And it wasn't just from the movies. Oh. Super comforting. Yeah. Oh, I have, a, I have a weird, complete, uh, kind of in the vein of performing. Mm-hmm. Do you know who uh, Roy Orbison is? No. He's he's dead. Spoiler alert. Roy Orbison. He's yeah. dead. Great. He's been dead for, tw- great. <laughs> I don't that know is a, That is. is a legacy year now. Yeah. You know that song like, Pretty woman, pretty man is pretty woman. Yeah, so he made that song and a bunch of other hits, and he was really popular back in the 60s and 70s. And he is coming back on tour. <gasps> but he's dead. Hologram tour. Wow. Isn't that insane? Didn't they do a hologram of uh, Freddie Mercury? Did they? I thought they'd write they, it. They did one of Tupac at Coachella like a couple of years ago. 
Right. It's becoming... I'm honestly... I would totally go to like a, a hologram tour. I would totally go to like a queen one. Yeah. Or Beatles. Be cool. Beatles would be really cool. We yeah. gotta wait for Paul to check the bucket. Because well, he's gonna I be mean, the only one off key because well, he's so old. Well, Ringo... If you could have two live and two holograms, Ringo is now replaceable by a drum machine. We haven't needed Ringo since 1985. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's true. So, I got some science. Cool. So, science is cool and today we are cool. All right. So, I want you to look at this bird and tell me what you think about it. It's a pretty cute bird. It's a little one with a big head. It's pretty cute. Yeah, pretty cute. Yeah. I thought so too. Um, turns out it's a fucking nightmare. Oh boy. And it will murder its prey. Like lizards, mice are the main ones. But it opens its beak and it jumps on it and it it like <laughs> I it can't think of the words. With the it finger. pierces okay. the vertebrae and uh-huh. bites the spinal cord of its prey. Yeah. And it'll hang it up on thorns or like branches and stuff and it'll tear it down by the feet. So like, it like dry cleaning. Yeah, Just so it like it hangs it there. And sometimes it'll eat it, but it's also there for like sex stuff. Ooh, look at all these uh-huh. mice I killed have sex with me i kill lots of mice yeah see that's that, that, that's what's tough is in high school i tried the mm. same thing but women don't like a guy who they kills mice like and brags that. about it yeah and they're so like get like, away from me yeah i thought it was hot shit i was like i killed three mice today that what they'll do too like they pierce it so they grab the spinal cord i want you to understand that they go between yeah. the vertebrae and they like grab the spinal cord and then they shake it around like a dog and it says it's like so strong that it would give like a person whiplash a person? Not the bird to us, but like in comparison. Oh, okay, if the height was like equal. the mouse. Yeah. What's the bird called? Uh, Shrike. How's it spelled? S H R I K E. S H R E K. Yes. It is the native Shrek. This bird is a savage. I want. Uh, there's a video of it killing a my- mouse, and I want you to watch it. Okay. Oh wow! It really whips it around. Ew. Ew, I've never seen a bird move like that. Yeah, isn't that crazy? That's weird. That is really strange. It's like a super, like... You guys should look up that video. It's a shrike killing a mouse. Yeah. God, it's like, yeah, it impales its prey's carcasses on thorns. Like, it and barbed wire. And I'll just, like, rip it downward. The corpse, like, down a barbed wire. That's gross. That's uncomfortable. All right, well, since you did your science corner, I'm just, I can't find a segue for it, so I'm just going to really quickly... (laughs) Insert my Spook Squad segment. Okay. Ooh, 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 ooh. a Spook Squad. Tell me your spooks. All right. Have you ever heard of incorruptibility? Uh, no. Incorruptibility is a Roman Catholic and Eastern Orthodox belief that divine intervention allows some human bodies to avoid the typical process of decomposition. Okay. Okay. I have heard of that, actually. Well, fuck you, because... It's not a surprise. The the earliest known instance of incorruptibility was in the spring of 1485 in the Roman Empire. You know how Rome was really prolific for its roads? One Um, thing I always liked about the Romans and like... Was their roads. Their fucking roads, These people know construction, and it's nice. There's a road that's really significant of travel and trade in the Roman road system. It's called the Appian Way. They were doing uh, construction on it, and while these workers were excavating the marble, they found 12 feet underground a tomb... 
The epitaph on the tomb implied that it was of someone called Tulia, who was the daughter of Cicero, who was a very famous Roman uh, writer and statesman. There was one problem is that at that point, Tulia had been dead for 1500 years, but her body was perfectly preserved. They said it looked like she had died that day. Mm. Crowds of over 20,000 spectators came to just look at the body. So people were freaked out. So that was the first time. And a lot of times with incorruptibility, you'll see it play a part when somebody is canonized by the, the Catholic Church and enters sainthood. So I just wanted to give some quick examples of some saints. There's just three examples. I mentioned these not only because their bodies were incorruptible, but also because you can literally be the patron saint of whatever you want. So first of all, one of my favorites is St. Pio of Petrolicina. Pio was the patron saint of teenagers, stress relief, hmm. and January blues. That sounds like um, an emo middle schooler. It sounds like an e- like an emo punk band. So January blues, it, not to be confused with like seasonal affective disorder. It's like when it's cold outside, so I'm sad. He's the patron saint of that feeling. And then St. Alphonse Mary of Liguori. She's the patron saint of arthritis. Ooh. And then St. Zita. She's the patron saint of maids and domestic servants. You appeal to her in a circumstance where you are trying to find lost keys. The way I imagine this is there's like a list and there's very slim pickings left. And they're like, like, fuck, I'll just pick arthritis. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Sorry, Alphonse Mary. St. Pio already has January blues. You gotta yeah. something else. <laughs> not every saint is incorruptible, but most incorruptibles, more often than not, become saints. See, I would argue that if your corpse is not decomposing, that means you just got some shit in there that the earth doesn't want. You got Satan. Mm-hmm. So they don't include embalmed bodies. If the body was embalmed uh, in any way, it doesn't count. Right. Okay, this is what's gross. Incorruptible bodies are said to have the odor of sanctity. They don't smell like a body. They smell like floral. You smell like flowers. So they should make a perfume. Called odor of sanctity. Yeah, or incorruptible. Incorruptible. You smell great. What are you wearing? I'm wearing incorruptibles. This one's called January Blues. There's also a process called beautification where the holy individual is made saint-like without having like actual saint status. So, bringing it back to Michigan for a second. Ooh, I live in Michigan. So do I. What are the odds? To be beautified, you need to have like one miracle. Anyway, so Father Solanus Casey, have you heard of him before? He's from Detroit. No. He died in 1957 at the age of 86, and he was beautified on November 18th, 2017. So this was his miracle that Father Solanus Casey did, okay? Mm-hmm. This is after he was dead. Right. There's a shrine to him at, at, at Bonaventure Monastery in Detroit. And this lady who had, have you ever heard of ichthyosis? Ichthyosis? Yeah. Like dry skin? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she prayed to him and then was cured. Which puts him in the ranks of Father Goldbond and Sister Lotrimen Ultra. Mm. I know. I like talk about a lame yeah. miracle. So this is what I thought was weird. He had his beautification thing was at Ford Field and 60,000 people showed up for it. Wow making it the lamest event to take place at Ford Field since Whoa. Monster Truck Rallies and <laughs> Keith Urban concerts. Father Solanus was remarkably well-preserved when exhumed half a century after his death. Pathologist Dr. Werner Spitz stated, I am not sure you would call it a miracle. I would call this unusual. Which pretty much sums <laughs> up probably most of them. Yeah. So, could there possibly be a president of the United States el- eligible for sainthood? Well, how about St. Lincoln? 
Because Ooh. Abraham Lincoln, when right. his body was exhumed in 1901, right. he was weirdly well-preserved. He still had his beard mm-hmm. and his clothes and his skin was still intact. So here's this, the main story for Spook Squad related to this. Okay. Okay. It's called The Italian Bride. In 1921, newlywed Julia Bucola Petta died during childbirth and was buried in Mount Carmel Cemetery in Chicago, along with her stillborn child. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to cut that. <laughs> <laughs> Probably uh, insensitive. It happened so soon after her wedding that Julia was buried in her wedding dress. In the weeks and allegedly years that followed, Julia's mother, Philomena Bucola, was plagued with eerily persistent dreams in which her daughter was pleading from beyond the grave. In these nightmares, Julia explained to Philomena that she had been buried alive and begged for her mother's help. For years, Philomena filed to have her daughter's grave exhumed. Eventually, a sympathetic judge passed down an order for Julia's exhumation. And in 1927, six years after her death, Julia was unearthed. Upon opening the casket, Julia's body was found to be completely incorruptible. Like, her skin was still soft. Wow. Uh, This is really dark, but the only part of her that wasn't was the arm that was holding the child. The child had decomposed completely, and some of the arm had decomposed with it. Mm. Which is kind of like, like, really, like, what the fuck? In Julia's memory, a life-size statue of the dead bride was erected near her gravesite. Paranormal sightings have taken place by the statue, including orbs caught on photographs, and the apparition of a young woman lost in the graveyard. If there's a storm, they'll they'll see, like, a young woman in a wedding dress, but she'll be totally dry. The most commonly cited anomaly is the overwhelming floral aroma mm. around her grave, especially in the winter months when such plant life is dead. So it's you like know, the aroma of sanctity. Right. That reminds me of a story. This woman that had died mm-hmm. and they buried her. She like had this like really weird flu. So they like quarantined her and when she like, passed away, she was put in the ground like immediately after she died so nobody else would catch this weird disease from her mm-hmm. corpse or whatever. Yeah. But she had like a very expensive like wedding ring or something and some grave robbers knew that there was a fresh body that was just buried. So the next night they dig up her corpse and her finger was swelling so they couldn't get the ring off. Mm-hmm. So they go to cut off her finger to get the ring. And as soon as they break skin, she wakes up from a coma. And the men ran away and she gets up out of her coffin How long was from she in a the co- coma. How long was she in the coffin? It was like a day okay. or two. Yeah, it wasn't very long. So she gets up, she goes home, knocks on the door. Her husband answers the door and has a heart attack and dies oh my God. from can, seeing her. Can you imagine that, though? That's terrifying. Yeah, she, like, knocked on the door, and he said to the kids before he answered it, he's like, if I didn't know any better, I would say that's your mother's knock. Dude, that's scary. Yeah, so, like, on her gravestone, it says, um, lived once, buried twice. Oh, God. So, like, the God. children, their mother died. Psych, mom's not really <laughs> dead, and then dad dies instead. <laughs> yeah, what a- what a turbulent right. Two They're probably days. like my mom died. It would yeah. really suck if my dad died, and that's it's like, like oh, hold on. psych. <laughs> Gotta switch the, the old old switcheroo. Uh, all right, guys. Um, this has been a blast. Yeah. So send us questions and stuff. I haven't yeah, gotten any, and yeah. I'm a little disappointed. Yeah. So was I. I checked the I checked the podcast email. And there was nothing. Yeah. So. So. Um, right, right, yeah, please uh, email us yeah, with your questions. Your, tweet us. A rational fear. Yeah, follow us on fear. Instagram. Instagram. Us... We don't have a Facebook. 
no Facebook, but we do have a Twitter. Yeah. And we do have a podcast. Hell yeah. Wing. See ya, suckers.